Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello then. Today I'm hoovering with brilliant, newish comedian and extraordinarily talented comedy actor, and as you'll hear, absolute fucking legend, Fatiha El Ghori. First though, some admin. Thanks for listening to Hoovering, as ever. Everything interesting that Fatiha and I mention is in the podcast notes. I will have put things in capitals, which means they're a link to whatever it is we're on about. Any nice food we talk about, I link to. I spend ages on the notes, so use them. If you think, oh, I don't know what she's talking about or where that night is that she's on about or who that person is, um, look at the podcast notes. I am finishing up my tour. Um, There's still Manchester um, matinee tickets. And I think at the time of recording, maybe there's still a few tickets for Bath or Bristol. Um, I don't know, but I'd love to see you um, at Come and See Hench. Uh, it, it's its last ever week coming up of me ever performing it ever, ever ever live so if you do live in manchester bath or bristol have a have a peek and see if there's any tickets left um 
uh, tell other people about hoovering if you would i'd love that you can do it to their face now if you want i mean outside don't spit while you're talking still i reckon um yeah just mark like from from mask to mask tell people about hoovering or subscribe to the podcast and give it a five star review that's another way of spreading the love because uh, it means it works its way up the old charts um and subscribe to it that makes life easy for you anyway because then it will just pop into your inbox first thing every friday morning or last thing every thursday night um, if you want to support the podcast financially go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see some very brilliant things that i'm prepared to swap you in exchange for your pennies and um, podcast related things like guest recipes and um, discount tickets to live shows right um in this podcast i made fatiha and i lunch at my house um baked feta with honey uh, a tangy tomato and cucumber salad and some spicy lebanese spuds which i'm not sure i'm saying right i think they were called batatas hara i think i made them all from um a really lovely cookbook called um, the catford cookbook which is all recipes from local people from the bit of london i live in which was a gift to me from my brilliant and lovely friend sophie sims who has one of the best instagram accounts i've ever seen again i have also linked to that in the podcast notes anyway so i made us lunch at my house um and yeah i mean fatty has who we've all been missing in our lives this last little while as you're about to hear what a treat to have her on the podcast we end up um pinning a much more important conversation than one about eating can ever be around one that really is about eating you'll see thanks for coming around thank you for coming all the way to slowly catford i um (laughs) i got for a birthday present earlier this month the catford cookbook which is like a collection of recipes from all the people in catford Mm. and it is like there couldn't be a more bonkers collection of things in here so I've cooked two things from that. Honey baked feta. Yum. Which has got, I think, very sort of mild Turkish chilli and some dried mint on it. Mm-hmm. And you're meant to use Catford honey. Someone's grown a bee in Catford. <laughs> Who knew? Catford's changed, isn't it? Couldn't find that. So I've got some pine honey from the Turkish okay. food centre. <laughs> And then I made batatas harris, which is like mm. Lebanese spicy potatoes. Yum. And um, yeah, just a, a cucumber and tomato salad. Yum. That's a made up. Let's yeah. go. Thanks for coming all the way from East London. Thank you for having me. I never come south, I'm only coming Don't from you. Don't you? No. Thank you for coming <laughs> south then. It's got a bad reputation, isn't it? Mm, it is nice. This is nice. Okay. Mm. Cucumber's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, I want to know how spicy these spuds are. Do you, do you like coming to... Do you go... As a mm. South, are you an original South London or have you been oh, here sorry. a long time? Or I moved here when I was 18 for uni. So I've been here mm-hmm. heartbreakingly 20 years. So I've been here longer South. than I've not been here now. Yeah. So you're South you are I was from Dorset originally and I still mm-hmm. consider myself to be from there because that was my childhood. Mm-hmm. But I've lived here since I was 18. And I love it, and I don't ever want to move. I'm not like waiting to go back. Oh, and you wouldn't move. You never. This is. You only ever lived in South. Mm. I lived on Turnpike Lane for about three months. Oh my God! I had a terrible time. I hated it. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it's off topic for eating, but yeah, sorry. I was still so new. No, I don't care. I was still so new up from the countryside 
was only oh, second shit. year at uni. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I felt like there was no green space. I had a job I hated in a world of spoons where they genuinely, when I, that was, this was a long time ago, but they, you'd had a six week probationary period. At the end of it, you'd have to write the man who owned Weatherspoons a letter to say, thank you for my job, please, my keep it. Oh my so I, I didn't make it past four weeks. <laughs> I just hated it. And one morning I was walking at like, to go to university, walking, I had to walk miles down to the tube. And then um, I saw a, I saw a, a sex worker oh, no. writhing around a pole. It was nine in the morning. There were families walking past and a man jacking off over her oh, no. like in yeah. the street at 9am and I was like I don't like this bit of London yeah. I'm <laughs> nice sure it's nicer now it's got no <laughs> <laughs> it's really rough but amazing Greek and Turkish food mm. but you've also got that in Catford mm. I think the surprise about South East London is that it's so full of massive parks yeah there's a yeah. lot of green space Mm-hmm. yeah I saw no. like, there's loads of parks on my way here. Mm. And you've got that too in East London, didn't it? Mm. Victoria Park. And... Mm. Where I live, I live um, in Bethnal Green, so I can live in between two big parks. Mm. So I can go to that one or that one. And Victoria Park's not far from me. I can walk okay. there in about 20 minutes. Cool. And stuff. This is really nice. The potatoes are lovely. They're really soft mm. and crunchy. Thanks, mate. And really they taste seasoned. quite smoky, don't they? There's mm, some smoky nice. stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, it's like a charred taste. Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah. I'm still getting my head around the honey and the feta, but it works. It does. It does work. It's got a... Um, let me let me tell you. Hold on. There was, mm. a, there was something... Mm. Mm. There's oh. like... um. It's different to anything I've... I've never had it. Yeah, like yeah. It needs that heat. Mm. It'd be too sweet without the chilli, I think, for mm. me. But I'm into it. No, it's perfect. Thanks, I can mate. taste the mint as well. Yeah. There is a word, but I'm trying to think what it is. But yeah, the heat. I can really taste the heat now. I couldn't. Oh. But now I can. Do you like spicy stuff? And it's sweet. Yeah, I do. Yeah. To, to, like, not the kind that burns your mouth off. Yeah. This is not trying to win a competition. <laughs> I was like that, you know, in my 20s. I think I had a bit of toxic masculinity. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'd be like ordering the vindaloo and I'd be like, sweating. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with me? I did a chilli in competition at a house party. One. Did you win? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why I kept on doing it, because you were winning. Yeah, I wanted to beat the cocky boy. <laughs> um, well, I want to know everything, really. I don't even know where to start. Are you into eat? Are you into cooking? Yes. Yeah. Um, no. No. I like, I, I like eating more than cooking, but yeah. I can cook. Yeah. And my heritage is Moroccan, so I do... I find it difficult to explain that part of myself, but like, I'm Moroccan, but I'm yeah. also British. Yeah, I play. So like, because I was born here. Yeah. But, so yeah, so there's, so I've got... I saw a, you do a funny tweet in the football. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, supporting all across the board. I was like, yeah, bring it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. What, the one with the hijab, was it that one? Yeah, the dressed yeah. up like George, uh, hi, with oh, yeah. George's flag, hijab. Yeah, and I got really. Yeah, you get a little bit of hate for that. Do you? Yeah, you do, because then, like, the racists will be like, you'll never be British. I'm like, excuse me, my oh. passport argues. Oh, me, my you know. God. And then, like, my, my passport differs, thank you very much. Mm. And, um, and then you get, like, the other people that are like, why are you supporting the UK? They don't oh, want you no. there. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Like and, then, and then you get the other ones, the other, like, I call them the Haram police. They're mm. like, 
you know, the Muslims are like, want to comment on everything. Oh, that's un-Islamic, that's un-Islamic, that's oh. un-Islamic. I'm like, it's punching you in the face un-Islamic because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, like, that kind of thing. So, so yeah. I love you it. Like, why is your lips spread? That's sexy, that oh. scarf's sexy. That, I'm like, why are you here then? Go yeah. poke your eyes out. And then you won't have to see any of this, you know? Oh, if you're not busy telling someone they're not sexy enough, then they've accidentally got too sexy. It's very hard line to toe, isn't it, for you, Barry, on Twitter? What a nightmare. Um, fair play. Um, so you are into it. I also, I think I also, I mean, I, I prefer eating not just to cooking, but to almost anything. It is, yeah. it's one of my absolute favourite things. Um, talk to me about eating growing up then. So when I was growing up, I am 40, mm -hmm. so when I grew up, I grew up here, so I was born Did in... you say you're 40? Yeah. Get fucked. Four, <laughs> four zero? Yeah. <laughs> are you joking on me? <laughs> I swear to you, I know I act You like, are joking. I act like someone from Love Island, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, but also you look like you're 12. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> four zero? Yeah. Mm. Honestly, it's a bottle. You need to work out what's going on and make it sellable. It's uh, you know what it is. It's the praying five times a day, isn't okay. it? That's what it is. Got it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I need to change lifestyle big time. <laughs> ah, I love it. Um, it's praying five times a day, ah, and I drink plenty of water <laughs> and mushrooms. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, when I was growing up, food was very like, oh, we would we would eat home cooked food in in the, in that home and yeah. lots of Moroccan and food was. was and who's cooking that? My mum. Uh -huh. Should be cooking it, and then my older sisters would help. Right, right, right. And and food was it was very much like a family thing. It still okay. is in Morocco. Like we all gather. It's mm -hmm. a time for us to sit at the table together, eat together chat all that kind yeah. of stuff you know so it's a so, ceremony there's yes. rituals yeah absolutely lovely and stuff so we used to have my mum used to bake all the bread herself whoa and things yeah i remember like being like seven and eight and being able to make my own bread and is this as much to do with obviously ritual culture family love sharing all of that but in terms of like my mum your mum making the bread is that to do with access to stuff that then no, I no, think you still like yeah. there was still like you can get all that, get your hands on all the stuff you yeah. want to do to cook everything you want to cook. Yeah, amazing. The, good old London. Mm, good people, old London for that. And even yeah, exactly. But I think even people people was even like if if we weren't how can I explain this? Even in Eng England at that time, people were still baking their own stuff and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so that's there were true. English okay, families enough, doing yeah. that as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's the way I think that we were. She was brought up. Yeah. In Morocco, you're, you're very self-sufficient. You, yeah. You know, like, I know people don't like meat, but for example, meat, when we have, like, an animal, we yeah, use yeah. all of it. Yeah, glorious. Do you know what I mean? All of oh, it. Oh, I'm into that. Even, I'm a big fan of that. Even me now, I cook yeah. like that. If I'm cooking something boneless, yeah. I'll get the thing with the bone, and then the, I'll stew the bones and use that yeah, as yeah. a sauce. and Stop. gives it. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so we just use everything. Yeah, perfect. But there was, when you, when you, what you said about, like, did you have access to everything? Nowadays, you have things like vegetarian, yeah. and there's like your five a day, and yeah. um, halal as well. Yeah. Some schools do cater for halal yeah. children and things like that. So you, we didn't have that, so like, really? could, yeah, there was not that at all. So my mum used to have to say to them, "Don't let them eat the meat." 
Right. So we could have like fish fingers and beans and that, but not okay. sausages and. So you basically burgers. have to have a pescatarian. Yeah. God, I was about to ask potentially the most idiotic question, but actually I do think I want to ask it. Yeah. So fish doesn't have to be halal. No, fish okay. is fine. Because okay. in Islam it says anything from the sea is halal. Okay. So, yeah. so seafood as well. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. But some people don't eat it. Some people okay. do question that and say, yeah, but, yeah, but, but that's, I, I go with what the Quran says. So if I eat fish and I love yeah, fish and in Morocco, my family's from a fishing town. Okay. So we get like, <gasps> What's the town? It's called Larach and it's okay. north of Morocco. Okay. So there's like Tangier and then after that is Asila and then after that is Larach. Oh, yeah. And like probably 99% of the Moroccans in Labrook Grove are from Larach. <laughs> really? I <laughs> yeah. love it. They're all from there. And that's a fishing town. <laughs> yeah. mm. Oh, so, how exciting. Honestly, one time my auntie got us these got us these prawns and I don't even I think they were like the size of tiger prawns, but they were actually like normal prawns. They were like really? massive. Like if you do a C size, a C the letter C with your hand, it's yeah. like that. Whoa. And I was like eating them and, like, oh, and my heaven. aunt my aunt's like, I think you've had enough Fetiha and I'm like, No, I haven't and I'm still like <laughs> oh, no. it in and she's yeah. like Fetiha, you need to stop and I'm like, No <laughs> so delicious. <laughs> I remember going to visit, I said you earlier, but my uncle just lived in America the whole time. When I was a kid going to visit him and and like arriving on the first night really like jet lagged and out of it and he was like, we're going to dinner in the bar. <laughs> and it was just like a sports bar, but he was like, the prawn, the, what, they don't call them prawns, do they? Oh God, the shrimp are good. And, um, and they turned up like that, like an adult hand. Yes. And I was like, what have you done with, to them? But I just think in England we've maybe been, had a long time with some very amazing, even our king prawns are actually yeah. pretty, pretty tiny. They're the prince, the singer of prawns. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Oh, God, that's so interesting. I do wonder now, like it is, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's an option at my kids. He's at primary school in mm. Catford. I'm pretty sure it's an option. To tick halal as an option, mm. but I wonder if people are still even then playing it safe and going, "We'll just have to put them in as pescatarian." Yeah. In my niece's schools, they have halal. Yeah. So yeah, she has halal and stuff mm. in her school. Well, it's not like it's not hard to get now. Yeah. There's loads of halal butchers and stuff. Some, of some pe- the problem is people, some people have issue because they don't. Some people don't like their food to be prayed over. Right. And stuff like that. I'm like, you know. I guess, so I get that, mm-hmm. you know. So I always ask if I'm inviting someone over, I always say, "Do you eat meat? Do you eat yeah. halal meat?" Yeah. And stuff just to check, because I like everyone, because I myself have a food, you know, that in this, mm. that it has to be halal if it's meat, and I can't, I can't have alcohol yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Or animal gelatine. So yeah. So I always try to be considerate to others and just ask yeah. and just, you know, it's just kind. Who would it? not like their meat to have been prayed over? Well, <laughs> I can get it if you're like, no, I want to only want to eat organic meat. I want to eat meat. I know it's had a good life. I want to eat, yeah. no, you know, I want to know the origin. I want to be, I, I, I bet I've done enough to go all of it. I'm vegan, <laughs> vegetarian, pescatarian, the works. And now I'm definitely omnivorous, but I just try and see it as a treat. Mm-hmm. And my missus is a proper vegetarian, so I don't ever cook meat at home. That's but like so if I'm going, good. especially a nice restaurant, then I'm going to have a swanky meat thing these days. Mm. I don't want to not try the things. But I can't imagine having as a reason. I was like, I don't like 
particularly fat in me. I can imagine all, there's so many reasons why people might, might not like certain types of meat. Why, why other than racism would anyone ever specifically have as the thing they didn't want to have happened over their meat mm. to be a prayer? How oh, it's you, crazy. How could you... I don't... This tastes like it's been preyed on. Yeah. How can you know? How could you ever know? Exactly. This, Your first what do they think happened like a benevolent curse? Yeah. I don't understand the issue. Oh, well. First bite and then it starts reciting. <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. Because some woman said that to me once and, and that's what... It's always stayed in my oh, head. I was like, well, right, but you're right. But, like, I just think it's another form mm. of racism. That's all like, that's and xenophobia and stuff because mm. we have halal organic and all that do you know what yeah. I mean so yeah but I, but I respect people's choices as long as they're nasty but I wanted yeah. to show you something on the plate you see all these little oh, nice bits these are the seeds. best yeah. you, you know when the food you know like the sauce that stays behind I'm going to take a picture do you know of the sauce mean? that stays behind these are the, the best bits this is what this is why I like do you save them for last yeah and oh, then you mop them I up. was just been looking at I've been looking at the sauce that stays behind and thinking I might need to bring us some mopping the spuds aren't really mop they're not moppy enough are they but can I have some we'll get it. yeah do it you do it I don't think I'd bid I might I have to admit, I've got my tomato to cucumber ratios a bit fucked up. <laughs> and we've got a lot more tomato than we have cucumber, but we'll cope. It's alright. Do you like both though? Yeah, do you? No. no. I do want to tell you, I know oh, you asked I'm me. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I've got I eat... loads more cucumber, am I going to have to drop some more? No, no, this is enough. But I eat, um, I, I, will, I can eat it. Um, cooked, but just I don't like it raw. Fine. Yeah, we make this salad in Morocco where they chop the um, tomato really, really finely. Okay. And they mix it in and they chop the coriander, um, sorry, the cucumber really, really finely. Oh, and when it's nice. that, I can't get out of it. I'm like, oh. yeah, no, because you can't pick them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I and I've got oh. another food story for you, sorry. Yeah. I want them all. I want them all. <laughs> You're my dream guest. I barely have to talk. Go. Just go. <laughs> For the people listening, I've been talking since I got here. I've loved like, every second. Jessica is going to have an air operation after she finishes this. No, I'm, I'm very happy. Talked her air completely off the side of her head. I'm into it. <laughs> but um, yeah, coriander. Okay, so mm. coriander. Yeah. I don't know what I think. I think Americans call it cilantro. Cilantro. That's I think. it. Yeah. But I don't know if it's something. I don't know if that's type of coriander mm. it is, so basically what happened I was doing a gig mm. and they were they were giving us food so like they they didn't have a halal option which is fine so okay. I'd have a vegetarian yeah. uh, option and it was like a taco so it was like bread filled with stuff and then rolled okay and stuff so I was eating it and it was nice and then I got to a certain part of it and it tasted like soap oh no that's the coriander <laughs> isn't it yeah and I was like and have I given you two things no, you don't like? No, 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 no. Okay. This is fine. I don't know because it's never happened to me since right. we use coriander a lot in our cooking in Morocco yeah. a lot, and I use it a lot. I have it. I buy it, and then I get parsley and coriander, whiz it, and then yeah. put it in the freezer, and then just pull it out when I need to cook exactly. with it. Lovely. Do you know what I mean? So like, and then I start getting these lumps in my mouth. No, no, and no. And then this woman was like, "Oh, you'll be okay. Just drink water." And I was like, "I've got to perform." <laughs> like, oh no! And it was just getting like lumpier and so lumpier. So you had like an allergic reaction. Yeah, oh. I had to stop. I thought there's something wrong with it. I was gonna say to them, uh, "Mind this tastes 
not right can i please have another one or could you just yeah. take it away i'll have something else or something like mm. that and then when i said that she said oh that's a reaction to, but i've never had that before so i don't understand i've had coriander since and it's never happened were you ever fussy about eating and mm. or would that have even been an option no 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 never fussy no because i think um I don't know. Okay, so no. Sorry, I just enjoying that cheese. Mm. So, growing up, my mum growing up in my parents growing up in Morocco, being mm. born and raised in Morocco, and coming here. They they weren't very. They were quite poor. Yeah. So, like, they they weren't at the beginning of their lives. Like my dad was a landowner, and my mum my mum's dad was a landowner too. But then they lost everything. Right. But when my dad lost his stuff, he came here. Right. But my mum was still there. And mm. then they met and then they got married and then she came here. So, so like, you, you, you can't be picky. Mm -hmm. you, there, I think, if you're, I think not just there, but I think if you're poor mm. in, in countries outside of the UK, I'm talking like, mm. you eat to survive rather than survive to eat. Yeah. So, like, you just eat what's on your plate yeah. and what's given to you. Yeah you know um fair enough so yeah so i never i never remember growing up as a child saying i'm not gonna eat that like, yeah firstly my mom would slap the shit out of me if i said that <laughs> your mom sounds so funny <laughs> she'd be like you crazy i spent 25 hours cooking this for you and now you say no she'd be like no go to yeah. morocco right now straight away straight away <laughs> <laughs> But Simpa. yeah, straight away she'll be like, later, go and say that to your grandma. My grandma's oh got a cane. Anyone that gets lippy with her, she's like, whoosh, whoosh. Like, Use them a little whip. <laughs> yeah. What on the bum bum? What? Oh, anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere up the back of the legs. Old school. She hit me in the head once. I was like, what? What had you done? Yeah. I need Nothing. to know what you've done. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, My yeah. cousins were fighting. I was trying to break them up. She was like, stop hitting them. I was like, no, I'm breaking them up. And then she whacked me one. Unbelievable. Nana, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. So, yeah. um, so it wasn't really a, like you didn't, there wasn't that, yeah. You like didn't, kids yeah. And that. You're like, it's a privileged thing to be fussy. Absolutely. And I think, and like, obviously my, like, my dad would come and collect us from school. My mum would and, and they'd say, oh, we're going to go shop. You can choose something that you want. And mm. you have your favourites, like I like that sweet or that's mm -hmm. my, you know, like that. But... If my dad brought us something like, yeah. and he didn't take us to the shop, we wouldn't be like, you yeah. don't like that. Do you Fair know enough. what I mean? He'd be yeah. like, you are eating this. I spent 10p on it. Love it. Um, have you ever had a patch where you ate the same thing every day? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if you I... said that with such <laughs> gravitas. Yes. <laughs> Solemn. Do you know what? Recently... I keep on eating like spaghetti hoops. Mm. I'm just obsessed with them. The thing is, I do some nasty shit. I don't even heat them up. Okay. I just eat them from the tin because I'm a trap. I, but, um, do you want to know a level up from that? <laughs> I haven't done it for years. But I used to as a student, and especially as like a... Right at the time, the sort of secret, shame-laden, <laughs> alone thing to do. Tins of macaroni cheese cold. Oh, wow. That is, that is, it's almost solid. It's so solid. Even the liquid parts of it. Oh, God. Oh, I've given myself a mild gip on oh, God. from admitting it. 
why did I do that? Whereas at least like a tomato-based tinned product. Mm. I get it. Loads yeah, of people yeah. prefer beans cold. Yeah. Hoops is new to me. The thought of not <laughs> heating them up. But I'm in, I'm in, okay. Talk me through it then. What's that? What's that? Not just on their own, surely. Talk, there's some bread involved. No, yeah, like I make sweet potatoes like, oh, in nice. the oven. You've gone to that effort? Yeah. So you've roasted sweet potatoes. Yeah, I love it. Right. I can then leave, like, do them as a jacket, like as a jacket mm, potato. Yum. I don't peel them. I leave no, them. Just gosh. scrub the skin. Yeah. And then put them in the oven. They get ready a lot quicker than like normal potato. They do. Cut them in half and then pour that on. With with Richmond meat free sausage. Oh so yeah, it's so good. I can't even. That is like, a good dinner. That is such a good dinner. And I'm obsessed with you know. There's a barbecue sauce, a Heinz barbecue sauce. Yeah. Not barbecue, sorry, burger sauce. Oh, I'm obsessed that. with it, man. I keep on just putting it on bread oh, and eating nice. it. Just bread. I'm like, that's nasty. <laughs> it's nasty, but it's good. I went for a real patch. God, you're giving me memories of... I've been doing this podcast for three and a half years and you're making me remember things I've never said on it before, which is perfect. <laughs> I went through a wheel patch of wanting not butter, but spread on bread and then um, ketchup. Just ketchup. Oh, really? Quite a late night thing to want, actually. Mm. Spread on bread and then just ketchup on it because it's tangy, but it's the sweetness of it. And if I was feeling fancy, some cheddar and then some ketchup on mm. that. I also went through a phase... Of um, putting the cheddar on the bread, mm. mi- microwaving it for like 10 seconds, just before it explodes. Yeah. I don't think cheddar's meant to go in the microwave, really. <laughs> but it just sort of goes like to lava, straight to lava, and then yeah. it blows. But if you get it real quick, so that it's just kind of starting mm. to break it down, yeah, that's good. Mm. Anything with cheese, Yeah. melted cheese is my favourite. Brilliant. I can eat like 10 types of different cheese a day. Oh, nice. And that's why I'm going to have a heart attack now. <laughs> no, bring it. Mm. I, I don't know cheese. anything about... Is, there, is cheese a thing in Morocco? Um, Not hard cheeses. We mm. have like um Philadelphia kind of, yeah, yeah that kind of, yeah. Mm. But not really hard cheese, no. Fair enough. And they have fermented like... um. You know that... Have you heard of kefir? I've got kefir in the fridge, I'm into it. So they have, I've never drunk it in my life. Really? Yeah, I'm never like... Not interested. Mm-mm. Yeah, I just, it's the fermented side of it, I'm like... Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. But you haven't tasted it? No, I've never tasted it. If you're really into but cheese, there's a chance you'll like it. Really? I might try it, but in in Morocco, they hand make it. Yeah. So they just get milk and they just keep on yeah, shaking it, right. it and they make it naturally. Yeah. You know, and then so when you're there, like if I'm there with my family and stuff, and then my aunt will put a big bottle in it, it'll be like a Coke bottle but filled with <laughs> an empty yeah. Coke bottle. And I'm like, oh, auntie, I don't think that's Coke. She's like, you ha- you must taste this. I spend five nights making this. I'm like, good luck to you, bruv, because I'm not having it. <laughs> I love the idea that you've called your auntie bruv. <laughs> Please tell me you really call your auntie bruv. What? That's her name. Auntie Brown. Um, <laughs> um, I did think I'd like kefir and I really like it. But it, it, the first few times you try it, it makes you really like f- full. It actually still makes me really full, but basically gives you a massive farts. Oh, really? But then your body gets used to it. It's so good for you, I think, isn't it? It's supposed to be really good for you. Mm. Um, and actually, I was getting it in like bottles, like the plain one. Mm. And... Um, I think I prefer that. I've gone through a few phases. And then, because you can get it, 
Oh, what's that? Yo Valley, that posh yogurt company. Oh, yeah. They do like a passion fruit one. And oh, wow. now I bought some strawberry ones. Gonna give them a whirl. You haven't tried them yet? Not the strawberry ones. We can try one if you want. <laughs> Feeling brave? <laughs> pudding? <laughs> no, she's not sure. I'm just worried I don't want to fart up the, the bus. And you the can train. fart your way. Fart up the bus and the train. <laughs> it's the summer. No one will mind. People will think somebody's got a percussion instrument out. <laughs> and everyone's got their masks on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, they can't tell. Especially, yeah. I... God, why am I going to say that? But there's something about, like, if, it depends on the walking bits, but there's something so satisfying about doing an audible fart in the open air that you know you've got away with. And you're like, bah, done that, now, done that out loud in the, in the pavement. I've on to fart out. Pavement. Anyway, back to eating. <laughs> Have you ever used food for anything that's not food, like as a weapon or part of a prank? Um, um, I don't use food as a weapon. No. No. no Good for you. I was just thinking, like, no. I just, if I need a weapon, I'll just get a proper weapon. <laughs> <laughs> if I need to threaten someone around my way. Don't mm. ask a girl yeah. from Hackney if she's had to needed to ever use food <laughs> as a weapon. Yeah, but no, William. yeah, no. And I don't, and I don't like wasting food either no. and stuff like that. Like, I, because... I'll either try to cook as much enough for me to eat, or mm-hmm. if I'm cooked like maybe two days, I'll try not to go over two yeah. days. But um, that's another thing with me. Like I don't go by sell by dates. Yeah. If, if it's if it is that what they're called sell by. There's a sell by date and a that's use by date, and people that's get it. confused, don't they? And they think that they've got to eat it by the sell by date, and they haven't. They've got. Yeah. Well, often you've got to be on the use by date as well. They're just covering their backs. Yes. But I don't, I don't listen to any of that. I've had no, stuff in my too. fridge that's like a week old. I just, you know what I do? I smell it and I taste yeah. it. And if it tastes bad, then I'll throw it. It's hard. If it you ever, I feel like there's, I don't know anyone in a relationship who's not in a relationship with someone who doesn't have the opposite opinions yes, on that. same, yeah. Yeah, we've got like, <laughs> we are not arguments, but lots, a lot of eye rolling goes on yeah. here where it's like, I'm like, you know... If there's like, if you open a jar of jam or something like that, if there's mm. like a dot of mould on it, my other half will be like, that's got to go. And you're like, no, it hasn't. Yeah. That dot has got to go. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole rest of it is absolutely fine. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. And do you know, there's a trick you can do. You can't really do it with jams, but yeah. like with um, like sauces, like tomato sauces, just put a little bit of oil on the top. Oh, really? And that, yeah. And, that, and then when you come to use it, just drain it. And that'll stop it oh, from moulding and stuff like that. Oh, and that's why it does yeah. stop things like harissa paste and stuff yes. like that tends to live so much longer. Yes, because there's... And harissa is Moroccan. Yeah, like, So lush. we, over there, like, you can get the best, like, harissa. Over there, we mm. put it on our plate and eat it with bread and <gasps> stuff like that. Just dip into it. It's just, oh, like... I try doing that. so good, like, honestly. Whoa, you're so, me. So I've never good. been to Morocco. I'd love to go so much to do to do the eating. You should go. Yeah, you would. Yeah, the eating go. and the sunshine. I think yeah, the, probably the best places for maybe food might be like Marrakesh. Okay. Because they've got the. I want to go to the seaside. I want to go to, not. I want to go to the fishing town. Well, to my one, fish. to my yeah. Well, the nice fishing ones like Agadir is really okay. nice, but south. Okay. And it's opposite, like the Canary Islands. Okay. You know? and that's really nice. You can do surfing there. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> that is not a great culinary experience. <laughs> Fucking heartbreaking. Have you really? ever been? No. It's heartbreaking. Oh really? Yeah. It I was. It used to be Spanish there, 
and now it's omelettes yeah. and chips and that's it and bad omelettes and chips <laughs> everywhere yeah if like the hunt to find any food that you couldn't get like it's like trying to it's like it's still at the airport but worse <laughs> it's so or on the plane it's heartbreaking I know anyway. it's bad in it tourism is the problem well, that's yeah. no, well, that's that's expats. That's yeah, British people that's, going and living there and ruining it. Yeah, no, you're right. Not tourism. You're right. Tourism's good. It helps. It's good. Yeah. Because then you learn about other people's cultures and yeah. Whereas food, you've like consumed, you they've that British people have consumed the culture there and taken over with their omelets and chips. But in its defence, you can have like a. Every now and again, you need a holiday where you just lie there and do nothing. Yeah. And it is great for that. And once I had a gig in Tenerife, and um, I just learned to scuba dive. And I only ever did it about three times, as of anything that you spend a bit of money on. Yeah. And I went scuba dive, went off on scuba diving off a boat. And I had them under the sea. Tenerife is beautiful. Mm. And I swam with a giant turtle. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of kept nutting heads with each other. It's like something out of a dream or a Disney film. <laughs> Really great. Five second rule, yes or no? No. Oh, just really? eat it. Just eat it. I don't don't do drop it. it. No, no, drop it and eat it. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. So five second rule, yeah. Yeah, I don't have... It can stay there for longer than five seconds. I'll okay, still eat it. Fine. <laughs> have you ever seen anything on the floor and gone, oh, I don't know when I dropped it, but I will have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I yeah. do that a lot of chocolate. You know when you yeah. find a Malteser under the sofa? Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah. I'm like blowing it for five minutes going... <laughs> yeah. Till I'm blue in the face. <laughs> I'm so glad when I meet someone as grossy as me. Last night, I got food on the way back, got a food on the way back from my gig, and then I was chomping into this like burger and a bit of lettuce. I knew a big bit of crunchy lettuce had fallen down the side, the right-hand side, which is the cleaner side, between yeah. the door and my car seat. Yeah. And even though it was lettuce, I fetched it down and gave it flap around whilst driving and ate it up. I've got anything, any old pebbles on it or whatever, it make me stronger. Yeah, exactly. We're of that generation, like, yeah, yeah, no, like, you know, we just played out a lot, licked the floor, yeah, that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just, yeah, eat grass, eat stones, whatever yeah. you find, just put it in your mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> we were really, I think when I, we, we were sensory kids, do you know yeah. what I mean? Not like nowadays, like, be careful, don't touch that, don't touch this, don't you? Yeah. And even I find myself like that with my nieces and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, it's, like, just the, it's just, a, it's our culture of parenting now. Yeah. And COVID would have made that worse. Absolutely. It's so like, careful, careful, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. And actually, mm. like, yeah, luckily though, I think in the years running up to that, my son was such a tramp that he's, made, <laughs> he's hopefully got the immune system all right. <laughs> yeah. He licked a bit. He loves ketchup so much. He dropped a bit on a table. I have told this on this before. He dropped a bit on an outdoor table of ketchup, licked it up off the table, swiped a bit of seagull poo up with oh, it. Oh, no. And give himself worms. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, got a call from his nursery. It was years ago now. Oh, going, um, no. Can you pick him up, please, and go and get him some medicine? Oh, no. So that's where the boundaries of my... It, it's yeah. all making me stronger. <laughs> Lay. No, he's always... Yeah, gross. He's gross. When we was growing up, we mm. lived all together. As I've yeah. got siblings. I've got a massive... I've got 13 siblings. Amazing. So, like, I've got siblings from my mum, my dad, and then me and my younger sister from both of them. Yeah. So, we all lived together. So, there was a one point where there was nine of us in the house. And my mum was cooking, imagine, three meals a day from scratch. For, you know? for nine. Yes. 
people and stuff. So when I was, when I was probably, and then, so that was happening. And mm. then when I was six, my dad passed away. Mm, okay. And when Sorry. my dad passed away, the family changed. Yeah. Cause some of my brothers, some of my brothers and sisters left. And, and then it just became like four of us from right. nine to four. And my mum was still cooking like there was nine. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was this issue as well. And I yeah. think also like my mum coming from a country where, you know, where they were so poor that they'd have to go to the a bakery and ask for stale bread. And you'd pay like 10p for yeah, a bucket. Yeah. And then they'd bring it home and put water on it and eat it. Like that's yeah. how poor they was. And now my mum being here, and having access to all these different foods and rich yeah. foods and luxurious foods, yeah. stuff she's never even had before and stuff. So that also had an effect yeah. on our eating as well. So so there was all, there was, so kind of like my food journey is a bit like my, the journey my mum's having because we lived yeah, together and yeah, ate yeah. together and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But as soon as my dad died, because my weight was okay. Mm. And then, I mean, I was six. You shouldn't really be looking at a child's weight. And no. I think the BMI is bollocks yeah, as well and all that. Because it's got nothing, you know, like my niece, she's nine and mm. she's probably, I think, five foot. Yeah. And in the BMI, she comes up as obese because yeah. she's too tall. You, I've got a bit on, in my last show about it. But when I was 11, mm. I, I didn't eat for about half a year. Like I, I was, I, I mean, I look back and I go... It wasn't to do, I think, particularly with my body. It wasn't, I didn't like my, it wasn't, I wasn't a diet to get thin. I was too young to really understand. I still understood you're better if you're thin, according to this society. Mm. I, that was Absolutely. in there. But eat, and it, but equally, puberty, but also it's just when my parents were breaking up. Mm. But I basically didn't eat and I purposefully, like, I'm a, I ate one or two bits of fruit a day for half a year. And my, obviously, my body, my weight went right down. But it was still on my frame. Um, and at the end of it, I was still in the obese category. I remember That's looking crazy. it up. I, yeah. No one was doing it to me either. I was weighing myself every day. And that yeah. fucking eating disorder, basically. And then yeah. you'd look on a chart... You'd look up on this chart, well, that's my weight and that's my height, and be like, still obese. And yeah. I'm fine, my head, I'm just heavy. Yeah. And so I couldn't agree more. But also, there's massive differences with race, with muscle yes. mass, yes. age. Like, yes. there's so much to consider that BMI doesn't that it blows my mind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Tell me about a time you've ever eaten anything out of awkwardness or embarrassment. Um... You sort of tend to do that less as you get older, don't you, Jamie? Yes, you do, yes. Um, like, for example, when you said to me you were going to make tomato salad, I was embarrassed oh. to say... Oh, I no, could have done you separate cucumbers. No, 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 this do you is mind enough. the juice? Tomato juice? No, I, I like, like some juice. nice flatbread or something. Should no, have no, a dip no, in this, no, this sauce. is fine. No, the juice, I mm. like the juice. I always dip, you know, like... You know the sauce you get here, like this tomato sauce here? Mm. Like, I dip that with the yeah. bread, I love it. Yeah. And stuff. But if um, it's salty enough, I love all that. Yeah, and Sour, vinegary salty. as well. Mm. And just like yum yum yum. So yeah, I will always do that. But um yeah, um so yeah, I think like I think you're right. As you said, I think as you get older, you you will eat around it and but yeah, yeah. but like if there was something say like you gave me something I didn't like, say like I didn't like the the feta, for example, yeah. I would eat everything else. I would make because I yeah, because I'd want you to know that I'm grateful for what you've done. You're and, lovely. And do you know what I mean? Like, because that's um, the way we were raised. When somebody, yeah. you know, like when when somebody shares something with you, you shouldn't eat something that is going to make you sick or you don't like. But you've also got to be gracious because that person's yeah. like spent time and money making that an effort. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so. a bit, I think a bit. It's um, it's a point of pride. Some people get funny yes. about how people receive their food. I think, especially of course this podcast i've realized lots of things about myself i i'm not that fussy i've had i've been cooked for by people and been surprised i thought it was quite gracious a receiver of food but i i'm but then realized well, i could do better i remember putting salt on something and really upsetting someone oh, really? yeah um i didn't and you know I, was, I just had no idea that was a thing i put salt yeah. on everything but there's this people who are like i've already seasoned this perfectly can you try it first and i was like get it yeah 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 yeah, yeah sure. Mm. but like i just <laughs> love salt like nothing can be too salty for me oh, really? so i'm into it so uh, i don't know but also i love cooking for people so much i will happily in lockdown it's you know it's, it pushes you to a different point because you feel like this it's you're not mixing it up with enough other things but mm. if your life is full if of all other things you're passionate about mm. you, you work and parenting etc then to carve a bit of time out to to cook and eat with someone is without doubt going to be the most joyful satisfying bit of my day like mm. it's such a lovely thing to do and i miss that over the course of the last year and a half. I love carried on doing this over Zooms and you still have that connection, you can still talk about the food, but it's so different to be able to get to meet in real life and have and share some food. Mm. I think um I know it's huge, it's more huge in some cultures, including like not so much in like I've got such a wishy washy culture. But it's important to me, I feel like it feels like part, an important part of our base humanity, uh, a unifying thing. Yeah. Maybe even. It was so funny this morning. So my son's school, I love his school, his primary <laughs> school. They're so cool. They're so lovely and on it. Like, and it, I, you couldn't imagine a more diverse school. Mm-hmm. And it's just dealt with beautifully in a way that you just wish you could show the world 
this microcosm of this working well like that but mm. it's cultural celebration week mm. and actually it was quite last like I got the memo quite last minute that he's got to go in in something to celebrate his culture and I was mm. like oh fucking hell has he even got one <laughs> like I had to really have a think I was like uh. and I was like do you want to go in dressed as a dinosaur <laughs> and bless him he's going no what is my religion? <laughs> and I was like, well, we've all you been there, You should have called mate. me, Jessica. We've all been there. <laughs> I would have answered him, I'm joking. But this is it. I was like, we're agnostic. You know, you yeah. can pick another one if you want when you're older, but for now, we love and respect all religions. And yes. we, you know, but so we yeah. don't, you know, but we haven't, we haven't, haven't we got haven't one, got one yeah. team. Yeah. We're just sort of all for the sport. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, but equally, you know, definitely, you know, as I say, absolutely not an atheist either. And, um, and in the end, I dressed him up as the European flag. So it was all in blue and yellow. But with, I think probably the most English thing I've ever seen was uh, socks and sandals. Because his sandals are blue and he had some bright yellow socks and he was game for it. But it was joyful to drop him off. I felt uh, probably in a very classic like white lady way. But I think because if you'd tried to do that where I'm from in Dorset, even now, you know, coming dressed as your culture, it looked like a fucking national front. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it would. Or unless someone made a joke and come in as a hobbit or <laughs> the wicker man. Yeah. Like it's, it does, it does, I, it brought a tear to my eye to be like, this is it. This is it working. There, yeah. you couldn't imagine, there wasn't, I don't think there was a continent not represented in terms of the, the oh, get up that all yeah. these kids had turned up in. And I was like, slush. But that's such a nice thing, I think, with the European flag. I think yeah. that's so nice because it's it just embodies so many different things. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and the, the message behind it. Say scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. I've loved this. Thank you for it, mate. Thank you. It's been I'm going to ask you my big last end yes, question. Yes, go on then. Go on. So listen, the podcast's been going a long time. The question's are individual to each guest. Because of the length, how long I've been doing this, the questions have got very wacky. (laughs) They're a very long-winded way of getting to a very simple question. Okay. Yes. Stick with it and just listen at the end. This is ridiculous. Here's your scenario. An enchanted seashell does a spell on us and we, all humans, have to go and live in Reading Service Station for the rest of our lives. At first it's quite fun because of the Krispy Kreme cabinet and the ample outside seating area. But soon we realise it's worse than hell and all our souls start vanishing and we become terrible squashed up ghosts made of boredom and sadness and a constant sense of the impermanent. Luckily, the cheeky little shell has agreed to send us back into the normal world, but only if you, and really it does have to be you, Fatiha, carefully juggle 90 dragon's eggs for five hours. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. You saved us all from a life at Reading Services. Your reward is the adulation of all people for all time. You are held up. You're a modern deity. This is a really exciting thing. It couldn't be going better uh, your reward in the moment though is the feast of your dreams and bearing in mind you've been juggling the old big eggs for for five hours them some big heavy eggs you're knackered and starving so it's the opposite of a last meal because you're not sad you couldn't be happier and also you couldn't be hungrier you're not all anxious about being about to be dead this is like the best possible mood 
and physical state you could ever be in for a feast. It's a fantasy feast, so nothing has to be possible, and I couldn't give a fuck about <laughs> ethics, health, none of that. No rules no. with this at all, please. In a fantasy situation, that is it. What would you eat? What would you drink? And if there's a who, with, and where, which also don't need to be actually possible, who, with, and where? Um, oh, there's two meals that I would have. Yeah. So one of my favourite meals in the whole wide world is a pizza burger. A what? But, and it's, it sounds like... It, it's a pizza that tastes like a burger. Okay. So there's barbecue sauce. Right. Cheese. Mm. Gherkins. And minced meat on the top. Okay. So it tastes like a proper burger. And then they put more sauce on the top. Wow. So that is one of my favourites. Where do you get so, that? There's a pizza shop around my way that right. does it. So okay. I get it from there. That is my favourite Tell me the one. name of it. We'll give it a shout out. <laughs> I think it's called. It secret? No, I don't want to give them a shout because sometimes they're pricks and bring okay, the wrong pizza, and I'm like, "Do you want me to come oh, down there?" And in the in the vague Hackney area. Yeah. Oh, it's in it's in uh, East End. No. Yes, yeah, so it's my my end. My end. Okay. Look it so, up. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. So okay. yeah, that's, that's one. So that's what. And the other one would be couscous. Mm. That's what it would be because our couscous. I love couscous because it's well, Moroccan couscous. Because you get, when you make it, there's like meat, or you can do a vegetable one if people mm. don't like meat. Or so sometimes, so when my mum makes it, we have both. Yeah, nice. Because some of my siblings, when we, when we all get together, some of them don't like meat for okay. health reasons, whatever. Okay. So my mum makes the couscous, which you don't put the meat in on its right. own. And then she makes the meat on its own, and then she makes mm. the other vegetable thing on its own. And then she puts the couscous, and then the, the vegetables just on their own, and then the other vegetables and mm. meat. But basically, it's got something like 15 vegetables in oh. it. There's like aubergine, tomato, oh. squash, mm. pumpkin, chickpeas, carrots... Cabbage, cabbage is my favourite. Oh, I love it. It's what so sort good. of cabbage is it? A hard one or a curly looking one or a, a hard one? Hard it's one. a hard one, and then it goes mm. all nice and soft. But it's a white cabbage, like... not the red. Ca- okay. No, yeah, it's the white one, and it's just like, and then the meat is so succulent, it just mm. falls off, like it falls off. You oh. can do it with the bone or without the bone. You can also do it with chicken. I'm full to the that's brim, it. and that's made my mouth water. <laughs> it's so nice. So that, and then like favorite drink is like a cold, cold like. Um, Coke Zero or yeah, some yeah. Coke without sugar. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not you. Connie. This is Conrad. Hello, mate. I He's saw. Just woken up and is... come sniff, snuffling for snacks. Is it a boy? That's a boy cat. Well, yeah, yeah, I saw him when I came. He was lying on the sofa. Yeah. He's Sorry, chilling. you know when you're not used to seeing things walk no, around. Oh, it's fine. And then, and then they, and then they, and then oh, he sees like. He's alright. He's really He's good chilling looking. in the sun. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I've mean interrupted. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump. No, uh, you can jump. No, I'm just not used to pets. I'm not. I'm not like scared of them. So you didn't have pets at home. N- well, I my didn't brother, have pets since I was a kid until these. Um, my brother was a little shit. Back, so oh, really? he used to like yeah, he used to go to. The, you, do you know you know Hackney and that? Not well. Do you know London Fields? Yeah. So he used to go there, and yeah. there was like this little pond, and he used to. F- fucking steal animals from there and just like <gasps> he brought home a duck and his whole eggs he brought the whole no. nest I swear to you and he was hiding it in the cupboard and my mum was like what is this smell and then <laughs> she opened the cupboard and the duck was like quack quack and my mum was like what no. the yeah I'm taking I'm t- rabbits what would oh, it he's, I swear to you he wanted a pet so yeah, much yeah he was he's really caring my brother oh, he's got two I kids and he gives them every, like he, not as in um, he puts everything into 
there. Yeah. And um, oh. so, yeah, he's mental. Sorry, he hasn't got two kids. He's got three. It's just the older one. Yeah. Is, there's a big gap between right, them. Right, and right. She's got her own place. and But the right. other two still live with him. And she's got her kids now as well. Wow. But he, yeah, she was, he had her when he was young. Right. And, um, so yeah, he just, he was a little shit when he was here. Rabbits, what was it? He took a cat. My mum's like, take him back now. He's like, I love them. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I like, love him. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we got some mental, we had a mental family, like, yeah. and stuff like that. So, but yeah, we didn't, you know, like, for example, dogs. <clears throat> racists used to use them and set them on us and stuff that's why we have really yeah we have a different lots of people think muslims hate dogs it's not we have a different relationship with dogs number one people that are coming from abroad for example like my mum yeah dogs are seen they're not pets they're seen they work for you so you have them like a horse that's right right like you keep they treat them well they'll feed them obviously wherever whatever country you go there will be people that don't treat yeah, animals of course. right yeah but they'll feed them yeah. and stuff like that. they won't let them in the house though they'll feed them they'll but look they after them why it's not an indoor pet it's whereas not. here we like yeah love. here can sleep on here yeah. people will let them sleep on their beds and yeah it's not there it's there to do work right. it's there to look make sure nobody breaks in or make right, sure nobody right, right. takes your cattle things yeah, like that so okay. it's a different so they're naturally vicious unless right. unless you're from the family and you know it yeah so that's the relationship we have we also have rabies which right. is different yeah so yeah. like we don't just go and pet any old dog or yeah. do you understand what i mean yeah, people don't too. they're just like oh they, they, that's just another part of the western culture that muslims hate it's like no it's no, not there's it's so much behind, yeah, yeah there's so much behind it yeah and then also then you come here and then you see people have a different relationship with pets and yeah. then you're like oh okay because I grew up both. I grew yeah. up seeing the relationship here and the relationship in yeah. Morocco. But the one that had the most effect on me was the racist one, where yeah. they used to, we used to imagine they used to bring it to, they used to bring their dog to, used to shit on our door every day. <gasps> and my mum would clean, well, we would leave and it would be there. My mum would say, just leave it, let's go to school. I take it to school when I come back, I clean it. We go out, go to school, come back, my mum cleans it comes to collect us in the in the afternoon comes back it's there again like can you imagine and we and it wasn't a time when like you would call the police and there wasn't all these race support you know this these supportive agencies that help you if you're dealing with like and islamophobia or racism or harassment they didn't take shit like that seriously do you know what i mean so we just used to have to live with it imagine there's even like certain streets where we live we couldn't even go down because there'd be groups of like white kids and oh. they're you know east end white kids and if they caught you even my mum and adult with us they would beat you all do you know what they never happened to us but because we never went there because we, yeah. we and there used to be so many racist attacks so many people put in the hospital people had their face completely rearranged from being having the shit beat out of you there's more murals in some parks um, around where I live yeah. for people that have been either racially murdered or beaten the shit out of and stuff like that so it's like god it's so hard yeah it's a different know. it's a completely different relationship when it comes do you know what I mean I remember yeah. once my sister came knocking on the door to, to come in and I was trying to open the door and like a few of the locks were shut and you know when you're like yeah. does it go that way or that way and I was like yeah. and I could hear on the other side screaming going her <gasps> help help and they had their Rottweiler there just circling her and I could hear them laughing I couldn't get the door open and when I did eventually get open they'd run off and she was crying 
and it's difficult. Oh, so yeah, awful. it's really difficult. Like so now, now like my niece with my niece, one of my nieces is nine, and the other one's two. So with the nine-year-old, we always try to like if there's a dog and we're in the park and it approaches us, we'll always make her stroke it. Right. We'll, although I might be a little bit scared or yeah, on edge yeah, or, yeah. You've got a massive amount of really traumatic conditioning to try and undo. Absolutely. One time she was young, she was three, and I took her. Sorry, this is so off topic. No, I'm shut it's up all after good, this. It's all good. No. And we'll walking in the park and she had her bike yeah she got off her bike this is a park right near my house she got we grew up around there and like she got off her bike she was three she had a helmet on and there was a squirrel there someone had thrown a beef burger and he was eating the burger yeah and i was like hey look 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 there's a there's a squirrel look she was like oh auntie auntie and she wanted to get off the bike so she was only three she got off the bike and i was pulling it and she was watching the squirrel and there was a couple coming towards us and they had three kids with them yeah and Two of them were similar age to her. One was probably the same age as her. One's a little bit... One was probably about three like her. One was probably five. And the other one was maybe six or seven. And as they got close... You can just tell when you've had so much abuse. You can just tell when something's coming. And when you can tell... And I was like, are they going to do some shit? I can feel it. And there was a couple, a man and a woman. You know, these are their kids. And then as they got closer, he said to the little one, go and punch her. He said to... Yeah, he said to the little kid... And the little boy said to him, why, daddy? And he said, go and punch her. And he's going, go. Yeah, yeah. Because I had the hijab on. If she, if I didn't have the hijab, sometimes I feel scared to go out with her. I'm not even going to lie to you. Because when you wear a hijab, people people want to try shit with you. Do you know what I mean? And and my Ooh. sister doesn't wear a hijab. And like, so so it's okay. Like, so, she, so they'll never do it. They'll never, they don't know she's Muslim. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's so with, Because I'm so... I like I really that that's a massive worry for me. I have to yeah. really like he didn't do it. The kid didn't understand. He I'm, that like, poor fucking kid. That's what I'm saying. Like he was just like that's who I felt sorry for. I wasn't. I was like because you you're gonna get your fucking head kicked in one day. I promise yeah. you that. But it's the kid who who's who obviously doesn't like you. T- he obviously is like why well, would it I doesn't hit? stand a chance. Yeah, for fuck's sake, yeah. He's gonna hurt. be like him probably. Yeah, but I was like. You know, thankfully Grim. he didn't do it. But what, and then other, like, you think, like, if he would have done it, then what? Because I would have had to kick his ass, not the kid. Yeah. Both of them would have had to get their ass whooped, the mum and the dad. Do you know what I'm saying? But, like, my main Boy. protection is to my, my niece, you know, so it's a well, bit. Well, then like, you've got to her to look after. What, the this whole is situation it. is so dark. This is it. You oh, get I'm put so in these. Sorry. And this is just because of this material. Yeah, like, yeah. If I didn't wear this, you would never know and you would never start on me and I would never have any of these issues but because of this yeah you see it and it, yeah and for you i don't not you obviously i'm talking generally like yeah then it you know then people just behave like outrageous so so yeah anyway that's Breaks pets. my heart <laughs> that's, that's pets, pets. <laughs> that's pets tick Sick. and uh, racism tick <laughs> and it assault comes into tick. everything yeah. though it's yeah just evidence that it comes into everything it's so pervasive, it's so toxic mm-hmm. and relentless and anything, you know, and that stuff like that can't ever leave you. And whatever yeah. seed it sows in you yeah. of feeling not safe or angry or all of those, you know, is all yeah. valid forever then. You know, and yeah, you're right. And I just... Fucking hell. I just, you know, for me, it's, it's like, um, like you said, like it's a safety thing. So I'm just like, it makes me a lot more cautious, even yeah. like... 
going on the train, for example, coming here, yeah. I always have to sit somewhere where they can't get to my hijab mm. because people will try to rip my hijab off. But I do it main if I'm going somewhere I don't know, then I have to, if it's a day. But in the nighttime, definitely, I have to be careful. I have to sit the back somewhere where they can't get to it or somewhere where it would be difficult for them to reach so I could get them in time. And these are all these things that I have to think about that, like other it's people don't and then and then you've got all that and then you've also got the because being a woman we're more yeah. likely to get attacked and stuff in the night yeah. you know and things there's also that so like you know what i mean you've just it's almost like it's all good and well me wanging on about isn't my son's school cute no, <laughs> no, but, that's, no but that's a good you, thing you do have to hope that that hopefully you know your niece's generation will be one of the last that's dealing it. with that, at least that's in it. at least in cities, at least. Yeah, that's it. And that's the thing, like, you, with your son's school, my, my niece's school's the same. They're very, mm. like, inclusive and stuff. And so, like, it's it's important, like, Christmas time, she dresses up in a Santa outfit and we yeah. stay there to school. Oh. You know what I mean? Eid yeah. time, they celebrate that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, celebrate and all the kids Eid. come yeah. in, like, kaftans and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, she has the best because we're Moroccan. Amazing. And we have that stuff at home and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. everybody te- yeah, learn yeah, and then yeah. they do, like, Diwali, yeah. all these different celebrations and they do them together and that teaches acceptance. So, like, I and think it's... And acceptance of difference and to... Well, they want to eat. Yeah, okay. A bit's fear, isn't it? Fear, ignorance, and then that can turn yeah. into examples like that of evil. Exactly. I'm sorry, mate. But sp- I've got a food story to tell you, a funny one. <laughs> and then I'm going to shut my hole. Okay. <laughs> and then you're going to kick me out. It. No, <laughs> I love it. Call the old bill. One more food story, please. <laughs> I j- just like after call gigs. The old bill. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I did? I did a gig the other right. When I came here, right? Because yeah. I, I got here early because I wanted to get like flowers and stuff. Aww. And then I went, could you please leave this bit in? And then <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I love the lovely <laughs> flowers. And then no, because my mum would murder me if I just turn up with nothing. She'd be like, you crazy? And the woman cook for you as well. She would be mad. <laughs> Honestly, she would. She'd I love go, it. So like, um, yeah, so I went and then there's a, sh- and when I went to the Tesco's to get the flowers, there's a shop there, that, a little stall that does like watches because right. I need my battery changed in my uh, watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I was at a gig and I, my watch is not working, right? So yeah. I, like, I took my alarm clock, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they fucking shit themselves. Oh, they were like, so oh. <gasps> <What? laughs> but I thought it was hilarious and I got another it's joke so out of it. Funny. So I'm fine with that. I, like, Get I love in. It. But that, the reason why I mention this is because the food thing, when people yeah. see me like gigging, they see a woman with a hijab and yeah. stuff and they're like, oh my God. And then they say, um, I've had this woman come up to me once and she goes to me, oh my God, um, I love India. <gasps> <laughs> I'm telling you. No. I swear to God. She really? Goes, I switch because I go there every year. What part of India are you from? This is after I've done a set that I've just said I'm North African. Do you know what oh I'm saying? Oh my <laughs> God. She was like, what part of India are you from? And I was like, Hackney. And you know... <laughs> <laughs> like it was cr- so yeah the food oh, thing wow once i did a gig in cambridge and it was near yeah. the sea like not the sea what am i talking about there's a river, river there. yeah. yeah that's what i meant oh, there was a river and then there was a field full of cows right yeah and it was coming up to eat and in eat like we 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 slaughter a cow or sheep yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and then you feed the poor and stuff and i said oh thank and, and like the audience there was me and the barman we were the only ethnics oh, there no. and the rest were like 70 like 
70 white people <laughs> and, and they took all the other jokes well but when I said oh made me jump again when I said oh the cow the cow um, I said oh thank you for laying out one of those cows I will be taking one to slaughter later on and they were like boo no <laughs> really yeah I was like oh shit fatty I don't do that <laughs> <laughs> so oh, like, Cambridge yeah exactly like, do not do jokes like that ever again but oh, I've, okay. yeah but yeah that was a mad one and people come this woman come up to me afterwards and she goes um can I just say that um you know like what you do seems like Muslim makes Muslims seem like less scary what? <laughs> I and I laughed and she's what? like please I'm being serious and I felt like saying to her okay darling come with me I've got something in my bag for you, you know <gasps> I mean that's what I felt like saying to her oh my god she goes to me um, oh how does your family feel how does your community feel about it I felt like saying to her, like, oh, hold on a minute, you know, we've, we're all, there's 1.7 billion Muslims in the world. We're all on WhatsApp. One minute, I'll ask them. Honestly, you get some mad shit, I'm telling you. So, um, so, yeah. Wow. And thanks for doing this silly podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having... This is a it's great podcast. It's been joyful. I've loved it. And I've, Sorry for yeah. like, chatting so much. No, it's so <laughs> joyful. Did you get to finish your fantasy feast? Yes, I think, yes. Yeah. So just the couscous... Couscous or the, or the pizza And burger. the pizza burger, fine. Yeah. And then a cold, ice-cold Diet Coke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for dessert, I think one of my favourite desserts... Anything with... I like Oreos. Do you like Oreos? Yeah, fit. Oreo fins. Have you ever had those? No. Have them. Isn't They're... it more biscuit, less white bit in the middle? Isn't it? The ratios no. don't no. seem to me. That's they the do. other way. Okay, it's, it's the, the thin, other way. Yeah, so it's thin. Less biscuit, more bit in the yes. middle. Okay, now we're talking. But try it because. Okay. I know, like, they're, they're, le- they're less fat than the normal ones, but that's right. not why I get them. They're just tastier. Yeah. If you like that salty, yeah, sweetie yeah, yeah. thing, I do. they're, like, they're really tasty. Okay, I'm going to So get those. Okay. So, yeah, that would be, I think, maybe one of those Oreos afterwards. I'm or, on it. Or a haagen anything like that. Have you oh, tasted the haagen Biscoffee? No. Oh, my God. That good. It's really salty I and, like, sweet. I love so much. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my, that's my feast. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love it. And thank you for having me. Thanks for coming thank all this for way. Having me in your home. Thanks for my flowers. You're welcome. Well, thank hey. you for the food. You've done all this food, and it was. A thank you for quick welcoming me. Lunch. Mm, Yummy, my tongue. Oof! What a wonderstorm, Fatty Hat is. I laughed. I cried. I love her. Follow her. She's on Facebook. She's also on Instagram as Fatiha El Gori. It's uh, uh, Fatiha dot E-L-G-H-O-R-R-I on Instagram or on Twitter. It's just one word. F-A-T-I-H-A-E-L-G-H-O-R-R-I. As ever, everything interesting we mentioned is in the podcast notes. Anything in capitals in the podcast notes means it's a link that you can click on. Feel free to support the podcast with lovely reviews. I love it when you recommend the podcast to other people or give it a five-star review online. Um, Or you can support the podcast financially over at ACAS Supporter or on Patreon. 
come and see me on tour if you like follow the podcast on social media at the hoovering pod i'm on there as at jessica foster q anything longer than a tweet you can email me through my website jessica that's also another place to find tickets to live shows and stuff like that huge thanks to acast for hosting the podcast hoovering is produced by emma Corsham, and the music is by mike greenway until next week happy hoovering 